Thanks for joining us for Positively Dad. My name is James Shaw. I'm your host, and you're listening to one of our Dad Talk episodes. This is where I talk to a dad about being a dad so that we can learn about being great dads. You know, I started Positively Dad earlier this year to be a resource for dads. My wife, Terry, and I have a seven-year-old daughter, and when I found out seven years ago that I was going to be a dad, I, I just I knew I wanted to be a great one, just like you. And so I go out looking for different resources and things to help me, and there just weren't very many. The, the, most of the stuff out there is for mom, and, and so I had the idea for Positively Dad. I sat on it for a long time, and then finally this year launched it. And we do two podcast episodes every single week. On Mondays, we release uh, uh, what I call the more traditional episode, and that is where I interview somebody that's going to help us grow as people or partners or parents and, and get us to stretch our thinking a little bit and look at something maybe a little bit differently. And then on Thursdays, I release one of these episodes where I've, I find dads from all over the world who I just interview about being dads, and some of them have you know, these amazing stories, or some of them have, have, have accomplished and, and broken through so many barriers. And, and today we've got a guy who kind of fits in both. He uh, grew up really without a dad, which is common. I hear this a lot as I've been doing these Dad Talk episodes, that, that guys who grew up without fathers really engaged in their lives, and he has, has had a strong desire to break that cycle. And now he's the dad of a, of a nine-month-old son, and, um, and it's just been a cool journey for him. Now, four years ago, he started an organization designed to help kids who were part of single families stay out of trouble. And so he did that by getting them involved in things outdoors. The organization is called Cloud Nine Outdoors, and they're going fishing and doing archery and doing different things. His name is Javon McNeil. And he started this before he became a dad. In fact, you're going to hear him talk about that he didn't really ever intend to become a father. He just wanted to help set up these kids to win um, and, and, and help create a, a positive role models for them. And yet it's turned into something so big and it's helped him grow as he now starts this journey as a father. And so I think we can learn a lot from him today. And I'm really excited to have him on. Javon, thank you so much for joining us on Positively Dad. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing awesome. So, okay, first, I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff for kids, and I want to talk with you about why that's important to you. And I also, though, just want to know a little bit about you. So you have a little one at home. I do. He's uh, eight and a half months right now. He turns nine months on the 29th of this month. That's so exciting. What What have you learned in this first nine months of being a dad? Uh, you, you love totally different. I mean, the love for a child is a love you can't even explain in life. Um, some cool things about a dad, though, is I didn't know that there's different nipple sizes for the bottles. Like there's <laughs> ones and twos, like that kind of stuff is new to me. So I didn't know. So that. I had I'd forgotten that that even exists. I have a seven year old. We're not worried about that anymore. So okay, well you've learned that, and you've learned to love. What else have you learned? Um, just the joy of a child. The joy of a child of seeing them grow in life is pretty much amazing. You can't even. Every day is something new. Every time, every new achievement in life, standing up or babbling or blowing raspberries, all that stuff is just so exciting to me. Yeah. Well, you've had a joy of of helping kids for a long time. And you and I met a while back and, and talked about this. And you have an organization here in the Tampa Bay area that you use to help kids. Tell us a little bit about your organization. And then we're going to jump into some of the things that you've learned. And we're going to teach other dads about how to help out kids today. So tell us a little bit about your organization. So my organization name is Cloud Nine Outdoors. 
Um, what it is is basically where mentorship with outdoors meets education. We use schooling as a way to mentor the kids for grades and behavior, but the outdoors is a way to reach the kids. We do fishing, archery, camping, hunting, um, trips on the boats, uh, cleanups around the beaches, just show them the environment around them. And a lot of these kids we service never been on a boat before. They're surrounded by water and they've never been on the water. So it's a first time experience and it shows them something different in life than the video games or the street life. There's a lot more out there for these kids to do and engage in to keep them out of trouble. How long have you been doing this? It'll be four years. We're in our fourth year right now. Uh, we started December 15th, 2015. What prompted you to start it? Well, growing up, my mom had me at a young age. So I grew up with a single mom and I was that kid who wanted to do things and couldn't do it. But my mother and I always like fish together as a way to bond. And I got older, I want to give back to other families the same way that other mothers can bond their kids or dads can bond their children. So I wanted to start a program to help them out, teach them how to do that and get them the means to do it. And then within our first year, we were really successful. But I saw a need to do it more. So I started, you know, getting certified with FWC, with archery and, you know, getting more involved in the fishing and in school systems. And it just really blew up from there, as we want to say. Um, and now we do everything from we're in the schools we're in about five schools in Pinellas County. We have two schools in Hillsborough County. We have 15 kids this year. We're servicing fully for a whole year. We have taken care of Boys and Girls Clubs for the summer. So this past summer, we took care of 300 kids with trips every week. And we just really do a lot of things with them. What have you learned about bonding with kids that you think, you know, these dads listening should know? It's needed. Uh, I think male role models are needed in every child's life. And, you know, before I had my own son, you know, I've been doing this for four years before my son was born, or three years before my son was born. And you get the joy of seeing the kid, you know, come to you for help or, you know, FaceTime you for questions or talking to you about stuff that they want to, you know, no answers to that a single mom can't answer. And I grew up without a father in my life. So me being able to give back to other kids that don't have that same experience that I went up with is pretty awesome feeling. Man. It's, it's kind of surreal. I think that makes me being a father now to my own son makes me want to do a better job than my father did for me. And that's like I'm going to try harder, but I'm going to be just around a lot more and do more for my son. So a lot of these kids are growing up in single family households without a dad. Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. And so to be able to help them and reach out to them, I mean, what does this do for these boys in your opinion? And and are, are you, is it boys and girls or just boys you're working with? We have, we have males and females. We have a okay. female staff on our board also. Okay. Um, a high percentage of us, I'll say about 98% would be males. Okay. To, so see, to see the, the difference in their attitude and their behavior and their, if they do something to feel happy because you're happy of them, you're proud of them. And I think having that male role model showing them that, hey, you can do this, you can make it out of this environment, you can do better. I think just having that male acceptance is a big deal. Like in my personal life, I remember being 21, crying on my birthday, like where my father don't want me. Um, even to like this day, I still question that. Like I know my dad, I can call him, he might answer the phone. I don't, he's not, he's not like a nobody to me. I know who he is, I know where he lives at. But he's not around. He's not involved. And even my own son now, I thought it'd be like a second chance for him. Like, hey, you have grandfather now. Like, come in and, you know, show, step up. Now you can step up to this kid's life. Like, he didn't do mine. And he's still dropping the ball there. So even as a 32-year-old adult, because I'm 32 now, I still have the effects of not having my father, I want to say accept me, but like not really be in my life. 
Mm-hmm. So as a male, as an adult male, to this day, it still affects me and it still strives me, to, pushes me to be better and do better for more kids. So I think me going through that myself helps me give back to other young men who don't have that in their life. And it allows me to not be a father figure. I don't want to be a parent or guardian. I want to be a, a male role model to them to help them out in life. It sounds like you want to break this cycle, not only for, for in your household, you know, for your son, you want to help break this cycle for these other kids. I do. And, I, you know, growing up in life, it takes, it takes only about two or three people to really mold a youth. You know, if you go look at school, you look back, maybe two or three teachers that really made a difference in your life or two or three role models that really made you change the way you was doing things. And I think showing that, you know, I made it to where I'm at in life right now with like my careers and what I'm doing, my family and my kid, my son, you know, it shows that just because your father wasn't there, you can do better. Like, okay, I'll put it this way. That's what I tell kids. You can have two kids in the same, you have two twin brothers in the same household, go through the same thing, not have a father there. One can use it as a stepping stone to be better and one can use it as a crutch to hold himself down. I don't see anybody having a father not be there, be a reason to hold yourself down. Like, it should be a point where you want to, it's not say anger, but it should make you like want to be better. It should make you strive to be a better man, a better, better person in life because your father wasn't there to prove him wrong. And it's just, it's very hard. It hurts. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like even talking about now, like it really hurts. Um, just talking about it. So, yeah. I don't want to get emotional on this podcast, man. You're killing me. <laughs> it's all right. It's part of how it works. Okay. People cry on this podcast. That's just oh, how it works. Man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. And I've done a lot of these as, as I call them dad talk episodes. And I've done a lot of them. I've done a lot of these dad talk episodes. And here's what I've learned. And I, I think I've done three or four with guys who've said, my dad was not there. He was not around. And I want to break that. Like, I don't want to to be like that. And there's a passion behind it that I can sense. Yeah. And my realization has been over the time I've talked to people like you and uh, Taryn Stubbs, who I did a great podcast with that you should go back and and listen to and, and others is that you don't, you don't have any control over the decisions that your father makes. So your father makes a decision sometimes in conversation with mom and sometimes not about whether or not he's going to have a relationship. He makes that choice. And you don't have anything to do with that choice. And I think what's great about what you're doing is you're going, well, first of all, I'm going to be all in. And not only all in for your son, you're going to be all in for all these other kids who 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 need somebody that they can go to and talk to and learn from. And I think that should be celebrated. So I'm curious about what have they taught you about being a dad now that you are one? What have you learned from these kids that have been in your program about being a dad? Like I said, I know that it's just the need is there. Um, it's it's hard to put things in words because it's, it's so much. It's hard to put that in words because you learn a lot from these kids and you see these kids grow and, and the achievements they make. And they come to you and they thank you for stuff. Like I have guys who are FaceTime me for homework at nighttime. And it's like we have somebody who's not even your child and they're FaceTiming you for help at night for homework or they have questions about you know, man things and stuff that, you know, there's nothing at single parents, single mothers, single moms do an amazing job, but there's a lot of things that a mom can't teach a young man that a man needs to teach him or talk to him about. And for me, just being a father now, it's like, just don't mess up. I mean, I sit with my son and I, I look at my son, I'm like, how can a man not want to be a part of the child's life? 
And I know that sometimes it goes on, you know, the mother might be this way, that way. But like as a man, I think every man should want to fight for his child because mm-hmm. I'm be honest with you, I didn't want kids at all. Like I was like, I don't want a kid. Like I'm good without having any. Then my excuse was I have my nonprofit. I have all these kids to take care of. They're like my other kids. I have these kids already. And I didn't want a child at all. And then now that I have a son, like it's it's no regrets. It's like the best feeling ever in my life. Right. Um, every single second, every single moment. It's just the best. And I mean, gosh, it's amazing. So based on your experience and what you've seen, what makes a dad a great one? Well, first thing I would say is be around. Be involved and be around. Because that your, your child sees that. Your, your child, I mean, he's young now, but kids see this and kids learn a lot from seeing you around them. Um, the second thing I would say is, you know, be there for them to talk to. Um, help out with the mother if you can, if you have that relationship with them. But don't have any excuse not to be around your child. I mean, oh gosh, just my 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 brain's going everywhere right now because this is so new to me too as being a father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but I know I just love, I can't put in the words really, man. First time dad, I'm just thinking about everything my son went through from birth to seeing him him, him laugh, hearing him laugh for the first time, and now he's pulling himself up in a crib, and it's just so much going on in my mind right now with this kid. There's so much development that happens this early. And then you have the the benefit of of visiting with these young people in Tampa Bay that are school aged to watch how much they're learning and growing. So yeah, how is that shaping you as you think about the type of father you'd like to be? Well, I think I mean it's me, I'm be myself no matter what. I just think that seeing these other kids it scares me a little bit as a father because, like, I realize if, like, if I'm not, if I'm not around, what it might look like. Um, if I'm not, if I'm not there for my son, how he might start acting out a certain way. Um, I have kids who in my program right now. One kid acts out because he's new to my program, but his mom was like, "My son steals his own snacks from his house." He's the oldest of six kids. She's a single parent. She does it by herself. She's not able to do as much as she wants to. But the kid just does things, act out. Like he'd take his snacks and hide them under his bed or something. And it's his, his, it's his own food, you know? So these kids do things like that or just need attention. And I don't want my son to go down that path of, you know, needing to act out for a male's attention. Again, I think I, on myself as a young man growing up, how I was with my dad there and how I followed the wrong crowd a little bit. How I did things, got in trouble just without having the right role model. I'm trying to follow these guys I think are the cool guys and stuff. And, me going through it my life, I think my experience more than what I'm seeing right now is, you know, I learned a lot more from my experience growing up and I just try to change that pattern and change the cycle for other kids and be there for them. Have you seen some transformations in some of these kids that have gone through your program? I have. I mean, I have a hundred percent success rate right now. All of my seniors will graduate from high school and get go to college and get scholarships from us. Um, I've had a kid whose dad is in prison right now who was going down the wrong path who completely changed his life around. And he's doing amazing now. He's actually in school for business. I've had two teenagers who were in South St. Pete who, I mean, they could have been selling drugs. If it was on one side of the street, they can be selling drugs. The other side, they could be fighting people. Uh, both these kids went to my program. One graduated with straight A's. The other one graduated um, as a junior. They went to P-Tech and they just graduated from P-Tech as HVAC te- technicians. And they just got hired on actually this past week as HVAC techs for a company in St. Pete. So you're really, really helping, I mean, these kids out a lot. And, and there's, I mean, there's research that shows that 
if you grow up in a single parent home, you're much less likely to go to college. In fact, one study I found said um, it can be like 20% lower. So, yeah. so you go ahead. Go ahead. I've read as high as 73%. You know, your chances of making it is really, really low. You have 73, 73% chance of failure from a single parent family. So even, you know, and while you, you've made it clear that you're not here to be a second dad, that's not your, your role. Your role is just to be a positive male role model in a community of kids who need that. And what you're saying is you've had in the four years, everybody who's been a senior has gone on to some sort of uh, what college or, or program afterwards to advance, their, advance themselves and begin a career. Yes, sir. This, so- is, this is huge. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, with my program, like right now, we have a core of 15 kids. And what happens is we open from eight, eight years old to 18. And once you're in our program, we don't do just a school year. We're not just summertime. A lot of these kids from single parent families, we don't have dads. They might have a program during the school year and then the program, the school year ends and the program ends them. And then you have summertime and then the summertime program starts. And then when summer's over, the program ends. And these kids got a lot of inconsistencies. You get people coming in and out of their lives all the time going, you know, school year, summer. It's a, it's a cycle that goes back and forth. My program is year round. We don't, we don't leave the kids at all. If you start my program in sixth grade, we're with you till you graduate high school. Um, the kids we had graduate from, the two kids graduated from P-Tech and everything. They was with us for four years. They were our first kids. And we make sure our kids stay, stay successful. We stay on them the whole time. All of our event calendar is made around the school's the school calendar, so that way, if they're out of school, they're not in the streets getting in trouble. We're doing something with them, keeping them active. During the summertime, we load them up with events and volunteer hours. We make sure our kids in my program stay busy, stay active, stay out of trouble, and stay on the right path with their grades. That's great. Um, the parents put us on their emergency emergency contact cards and go into schools and mentor them on lunch times. Uh, if the kids need a parent teacher conference and the mom is working or the dad is working, I can be a li- liaison to go there, talk to the teachers for them and then refer back to the parents. So they're not missing out on work and missing out on money for the family. So we do a lot for these kids. And, you know, the some programs we do are just like our introduction. You know, we do the boys and girls club adoptions. We raise money for that. Just make sure that these kids have experience outdoors. A lot of kids don't get archery, you know, they're not used to archery, they're not used to fishing. And we use fishing. Um, as you know, we have coming up the two-day fishing camps. We have four of those for 200 people. Um, that is basically to teach the parents how to have a very small means to very cheap, I mean, very affordable means to spend time with your kids and bond. And right now we're working on getting fishing poles donated to every youth and family that comes out there. We can give them fishing poles and stuff wow. that they can go out and fish with afterwards if they want it to. Uh, we're lucky in Tampa Bay. We have ponds. We have, you know, water all around us. And it takes you maybe a five to 10 minute drive to go to right. a, a water, you know, sit out there and fish with your kid and just talk about something. And then worms are so affordable. You go to Walmart, spend $3 on worms. You have 50 worms in that one container. Yeah. So we try to give a way to these parents to really bond their kids. And, and that's what we want to teach everybody. That's great. And, 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 I mean, theoretically, you could have a kid that's with you for 10 years if they join at eight years old and stay with you through high school. So I I bet it would be interesting to watch that over time as this goes on. So as we ramp up, I want to ask you about a couple of things. And one is just what advice would you give to parents about the importance of just being with their kids and having quality time with them? It makes a huge difference. 
Um, even at a young age, seeing my son, when I walk in the room, he lights up, you know, learning his mannerisms, learning his his little toots and everything. Like your kids see that at a young age and these kids respond to people. So even at a young age, your child will see you. When you get older, they're going to need you more. Um, so please be around your kids as much. It's very important for these kids to see you. And then if you have a, if you and a mom are not together, if you are separated, if you're going through divorce, you know, think about the children. Um, try to make it as easy as possible. Try to make it as cordial as possible. There is a thing as co-parenting. It does assist. It's a word for a reason. You can co-parent in a very, very mm-hmm. great way. Mm-hmm. I've seen it with several people. Do not let your spouse or ex-spouse change your relationship with your child. Do as much as you can to make it work for both of you guys. Just be around a kid in a positive light. That's awesome. And then if people would like to connect with you, support you, get involved with you, we have a lot of Tampa Bay area listeners, obviously. If people are interested in that, how can they find you? What can they do to support Cloud9 Outdoors? They can check out our Facebook page, our Instagram, or our website. Our website is www.cloud9outdoors.org. The nine is spelled out. So you spell the word nine out. Um, We have a lot of events coming up pretty soon. Thank you also for helping us out with our big 200 people event coming up pretty soon. That's going to be great for us. Hope you can make it out to that. Um, But they can always just reach out to us. We always need volunteers. We always take donations. We are 100% um, back to the youth. We take 0% for our board or there's no salaries, nothing at all. Every donation we get goes right to the kids. Yeah, you are a 501c3. So sure. you're recognized there and you, you've got all that set up and there's a ton of stuff. So cloud9outdoors.org, nine is spelled out. And then you're a real fun follow on Instagram. I've never seen more people fishing in my entire life than when I look at your Instagram. And the the thing that I love about this is, you know, as you post these pictures uh, with these kids, mostly boys, the smiles on their face are just, I mean, they're heartwarming. Thank you, man. It's, it's hard to catch all that stuff because like, People ask me, like, what's the best moment? I'm like, I can't put into words seeing these kids light up a joy and seeing a kid go from being shy and scared of fish the first time on a boat to within an hour, he's telling you he got it, he can do it himself, he teach you how to do it. Like, that's the confidence we see built with these kids when they really get into these activities we do from, you know, being completely shy to now having so much confidence and joy and laughing and smiling about every fish they catch. That is one of the best moments out there. That's so fun. Well, Javon, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it, and best of luck to you. All right, thanks, James. Great stuff. You know, it's just proof. The cycle doesn't have to be permanent. If if your dad was not somebody who was super engaged in your life, it was not present, wasn't there, then it doesn't have to be that way moving forward. Whether you have kids or not, he's proving that. Javon's proving that you can make a difference whether you have kids or not. That's what I love about Positively Dad. You know, I thought maybe I should change the name. Because we're talking to just, we're not really talking just to dads, we're talking to everybody. Everybody can learn from what we just heard today. I trust this added value to you. That's my goal. If it did, would you share it with somebody? Would you rate us on whatever social media platform you're listening? Would you share us with a friend? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Positively Dad. This has got to be, for me, I want more than just, you know, pushing out a couple of podcasts every week. I like connecting with you. I like hearing what's happening in your world. I like, you know, just meeting you. And and if you or someone you know think you would be a great guest, then let me know. Email me, james at positivelydad.com. And let's get them on and let's keep this Positively Dad journey moving forward. So I'm going to thank you so much for listening. I trust that you've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. 
And, uh, and we'll look forward to talking to you next time. I'm James Shaw. We'll see you next time on Positively Dad. Bye-bye.